Welcome to Heart to Heart about everything lupus, where we discuss everything about lupus. I'm Susie van der Waalt, as, as most of you know me, Susie Eagles Flight. I'm from Andreas Gift and Lupus South Africa. Today we are going to talk about another tough subject, lupus and fatigue. And boy, is that a huge one. The unrelenting exhaustion of lupus fatigue affects all of those living with SLE. We're going to talk about the causes, symptoms and some of the best way to cope with this extremely common and sometimes debilitating condition. But in the end of this podcast, I will share a leaf assessment with you, which is an assessment that you can assess your personal fatigue and then evaluate where it is coming from and therefore take the next step. There's always going to be fatigue but we must do as much about it as we can. So get a cup of nice hot coffee or tea, put your earphones in, sit in a relaxing chair and let the two of us discuss lupus. Lupus and fatigue. Fatigue is more than just a desire for a shot of espresso in the morning or to need the, the need to hit the sack a little early to make it for late, a late night out. Fatigue can be a physically and emotionally debilitating mystery. One that is not easy to solve and goes beyond curling up on the couch with a throw blanket and a good movie waiting for off sleep to take its course. Fatigue can mean that sleep itself is elusive. According to researchers, approximately 53 to 90% of individuals with SLE report experiencing fatigue as one of their main symptoms. I think the 10% not, um, you know, complaining from fatigue might be in remission. According to our stats, in South Africa, Fatigue is the most worrying symptom warriors experience. According to the Mayo Clinic, fatigue is the feeling of unrelenting exhaustion that is profound and isn't relieved by rest. It can grossly affect your ability to function day to day and experience a good quality of life. Fatigue is a loss of energy you may fear that you'll never get back. Therefore, fatigue is not only physically draining, but it can be emotionally devastating as well. Getting to know yourself, your limitations, however, and developing the patience and skill to cope with the fatigue will give you the control you need back in your life so that you can cope with whatever life throws at you. The ability to manage your time and energy can have a profound effect that reaches well beyond coping with an autoimmune disease and can give you hope. We all know that feeling. I mean, you sit, you can't even pick up your arm. You cannot even think of a thought. You're too tired. Your eyes cannot be, cannot keep open. It's a terrible, terrible, terrible feeling. So let's go. What are the causes and symptoms of lupus fatigue? Each individual may be their own best expert in understanding what completely wipes them out. However, that may not make it that much easier to find a solution. 
Experts speculate that certain medications or even overlap diseases such as fibromyalgia, anemia, kidney issues and depression can be the cause of fatigue. Infosufficiency or deficiency of vitamin D may also contribute to feelings of fatigue. Lupus fatigue can manifest itself both physically and or emotionally. You may physically feel like your, your bones and joys are exhausted and worn down from constant pain and inflammation. You may feel emotionally fatigued from the stress of having lupus, the difficulties in coping with the changes in your life that a diagnosis may bring, or the guilt you may struggle with because your role in your family or at work has drastically changed. All this can understandably cause a significant amount of anxiety and depression. Your cognitive function can also be affected by fatigue as you may experience lupus brain fog. You may find yourself not being able to think as clearly, quickly and coherently as you did before your lupus diagnosis. And this can be both frightening and frustrating. It's also a vicious cycle because the more fatigued you become, the more you may, may experience brain fog and vice versa. I think, you know, the basic thing is that people must understand and I always explain it. You know, if you fight a war from the moment you open your eyes until the moment that you sleep, sometimes not sleep, you're fighting a war, an inflammation, an illness attacking your body inside. You can imagine that you're emotionally and physically fatigued. And I think people on the outside don't understand it. But an example that I always use is that experience. if you have, you as a normal healthy person, have the beginning of flu, that flu feeling, that tired, that pain in your body from, the head to your, from your head to your toes, that absolutely debilitating pain, multiply that by 10. And that's the feeling of the fatigue we feel every day. What does the research say about managing lupus fatigue? In 2014, researchers Melissa Cunningham and Hong Yun surveyed much of the literature published surrounding the treatment of fatigue in lupus patients. They found eight strategies for managing fatigue that they ranked according to their effectiveness. Number one is psychosocial intervention. This kind of treatment includes such things as cognitive behavioral therapy. Uh, this might be a new term. It is a treatment approach that helps you recognize negative and unhelpful thoughts and behavior patterns and change it with positive ones. You know, it's renewing by the mind. Counseling, psychotherapy, biofeedback. Biofeedback is an alternative approach to medicine that teaches people to change the way their body functions. It is a mind-body therapy that may improve your physical and mental health. During a biofeedback session, a practitioner uses monitoring equipment and instruments to measure your body's functions. That is biofeedback and even socially engaging with the support system and stress management. So all this is psychosocial intervention. Number two, exercise. 
Studies show that exercise may significantly help reduce fatigue. I know this sounds terrible, but it really works. If you even just take a walk a day, it does a lot for the fatigue. Number three, diet. Now, this is one of the most important things that I have discovered five years ago, and it was made a huge change in my life. Making changes to your diet, such as eating foods low on the glycemic index and low in calories, can have many positive impacts how you feel, and these can indirectly help with fatigue. We always suggest to eat gluten, sugar and lactose-free, more fruit and vegetables, and less red meat, and avoid processed food, gas drinks, um, all the no-nos. Just avoiding those makes a huge difference in your care. Now, vitamin D supplementation. I know most doctors do describe vitamin D, but there are patients that are not on vitamin D. And if you're a lupus patient and not on vitamin D, you must start taking. It's very important. Um, so the lack of vitamin D can potentially impact your energy level. Calcium, magnesium, zinc, folic acid is also supplements that you can take. You should get your vitamin B and C from your diet unless your doctor prescribes it for deficiencies. So those are the supplements you can take. Now, N-acetylcysteine is an amino acid which inhibits in autoimmune inflammatory processes. NAC taken orally each day was shown to improve fatigue after one to three months. You can buy NAC tablets online or at health shops and um, yes, it's the same ingredient that is in ACC 200. Just make sure that the ACC 200 does not contain ascorbic acid, which is vitamin C. Then we get dehydropyandrosterone. That's DHEA. Now, this is a very controversial um, supplement kind of thing that most doctors don't know about. And um, But I see in... All over in the lupus community, doctors do suggest it. Now, DHEE um, is a natural steroidal hormone that has many functions in the body, one of which is to moderate immune response. Patients with lupus often have low levels of DHEE, and this may relate to increased, uh, may relate to increased fatigue. It can also be bought online and at health shops, but make sure your rheumatologist approves of this. Number seven, biologic. Most biologic have proven to be helped to lower, lower fatigue. Although the biologically, biologic specifically for lupus is not yet registered in South Africa, doctors use Umira and other um, biologics that um, is available in South Africa for, for lupus patients. Now, a biologic is a type of treatment that uses substances made from living organisms to treat the disease. These substances may occur naturally in your body or may be made in a lab laboratory. Number eight, acupuncture. Cunningham and Yuen recorded that 90% of individuals with lupus across 13 studies said that they experienced less fatigue as a result of acupuncture that they have used. Now, some people don't believe in acupuncture. It definitely helps with muscle spasms. It has a huge effect and then also lowers, uh, uh, lowers your fatigue level.
Of these eight treatments, exercise and biological therapy seem to show best potential for directly treating fatigue. However, as Cunningham noted, SLE-related fatigue is a complex phenomenon and it's not necessarily one fits all. Each treatment has its own possible side effects and costs that must be taken into account. Still, the information above may be helpful when discussing fatigue treatment options with your healthcare practitioner. Okay, combating and coping with fatigue. Here are some other ways you can potentially combat and cope with seemingly unrelenting nature of lupus fatigue. Number one, treat any underlying illness. Speak to help a care practitioner, your doctor, your REMI, um, about your fatigue in order um, to either rule out or treat any underlying disease that may be going undiagnosed such as kidney issues, anemia, thyroid disease and fibromyalgia. Now I know my dear friend Nikki calls it lupus and friends but yes there's always lupus dise- diseases that's overlapping with lupus and something for example like um, sh- Sjogren's all those can also cause fatigue and then also your lupus must be um, treated as well. It, it must come under control. You must be under treatment for it. Um, immunosuppressants or plasmaquin or um, salcept or any of those drugs just to keep your lupus under control because that can also cause a fatigue and then one of its his friends can they do that too. Then number two, rest. Up to 91% of individuals with lupus experience sleep disturbance making it imperative to discuss any sleep challenges you have with your healthcare practitioner to make sure you are getting optimal sleep. Now I have seen in the last five years that sleep is very important and it is mostly why um, the fatigue starts or um, that you actually struggle with fatigue is the initial cause is you don't get enough sleep. Now number one with um, sleep is um, you must get a number of hours and um, I have found that you know you can work at whatever works for you but in the afternoon at four o'clock um, usually I mean that's late in South Africa so that I don't work anymore because I work in South Africa then I take an hour rest whether I sleep whether I just lay in the dark room I close the blinds um, whatever I rest that hour and that gives me another little set of energy to cope with the evening and then sleep better at night. Do you believe me? I sleep better at night if I rest um, early evening. And then also, doctors uh, seem to use the Z drugs that we call in the uh, pharmacology industry, the Z drugs as Zolpidem, um, you know, all those, Stolnox, Imuvain, all those. And usually for a lupus patient, that doesn't work because it helps you, it makes you groggy and then you fall asleep and then it works a number of hours and you stand up and it's supposed to make you feel better. But when you stand up, you're even more tired because they last so long. You feel like you have um, a train has hit you when you stand up. So recently doctors have been starting to use uh, Treplin, uh, Trazodone, all these type anti-anxiety uh you know, years ago, anti-depression medication, but as found, it works better. It's less addictive. 
and it actually makes you fall asleep and stay asleep if you have pain because the Z-Drags cannot do that and um, they work longer and then when you stand up you don't feel um, they make you sleep longer but they end by they are worked out after four to six hours so you don't feel as ill as you feel in the morning and tired with z-drugs it's a very very important step to take and then also they take a long time before you actually fall to sleep so you have to take them they don't take 12 and a half minutes like any other uh, tablet or um medicine they take a bit longer to actually let you fall asleep so i take mine um 40 minutes before i go to bed an hour and then it actually helps me stay asleep as well i might wake up here and there in the evening in the in the at night if i had stresses or pains or um, night sweats or whatever but it's worked much better for me because sometimes these drugs doesn't help a thing you don't get an hour of sleep and then you have that non-sleep trauma and your pain and inflammation your daily schedule everything it, it overpowers you and then you are physically and emotionally um, fatigued number three prioritize activities while an invitation to go to lunch will, with a friend sounds tempting, think about what you need to accomplish before and after the visit to make sound decisions around where you need to spend your energy. Don't be afraid to speak up and advocate for yourself if you need downtime. So yeah, first of all, make choices, say yes and no. Don't be afraid to say no. If people then, you know, get walk out of your life, then they're not supposed to be there. Because the people that really care, that really support you, will understand that there are times you cannot do everything. Choose what you can do. Um, prioritize. Give some and another. Um, use family to to for certain things. Um, to help with your daily tasks so that you can visit with friends if i visit with friends i know i'm going to be tired thereafter i'm not going to be able to do anything in the house and i know that is what i always say that is what i pay for being able to visit with friends but the help with mental health visiting with friends visiting with family taking part in real life is immense so i pay that price i don't care then also track fatigue Start tracking the days you feel fatigued to see if you can recognize patterns. Even if you can't see a pattern initially, you'll have an accurate record of your symptoms to bring with you to your next doctor's appointment. You'll be able to advocate for yourself more confidently as well as give your practitioner the information that he or she needs. Now, yeah, a doctor can mostly say where fatigue is coming from, uh, if you give him symptoms, if you give him what's happening, if you can't track it. But usually what I did is I basically started a journal years ago and um, what I found is if I eat certain foods, um, you know, a lot of um, starch, then I would see, oh, that increases my fatigue. Or if I um, would do a certain activity and it ties me out, um, then I know I cannot do that in the beginning or during the day. I'll have to do that in the end of the day so that I can rest. But prioritizing and tracking your fatigue is very important. Okay, next one. Practice patience and acceptance. 
Be patient with yourself and know that you will have good days along with not so good one. Pushing yourselves beyond your limits isn't going to do anyone any good, especially you. Now, the pushing beyond your limits, if you have a, a good day, you want to do everything. You want to climb the mountains, you want to clean the house, you want to do everything and enjoy. And the next day you pay for it. So just, you know, pacing yourself in that sense. And then also the one thing that we all struggle with is finding um, the acceptance for the new us. You will never be the person you you are you you was before lupus. You were before lupus. You will never be that same person. But you can build a new life. You know, on the good days, enjoy time with your family, take time off, and make memories. On the on the bad days, rest, stay in bed, watch movies uh, do crafts rest sleep all day do what you need to do on the bad days but accept it and know that there are going to be good days and there are going to be bad days and rather celebrate the good ones and make life terrible for yourself next one be open and honest about how you are feeling this means with yourself as well as with others. Don't be afraid of afraid to tell someone you're just not up to a lot of activity today and that you do need help with chores around the house. That's very important um, because we think, I have never met a lupus patient that actually tells people around them what's going on. They always say, no, I'm okay. No, I'm doing good. No, I'm fine. You know, I can do that. I can do this. Um, we always take something on that we cannot do and just to be normal we have this strive in our lives that just being normal for a day then everybody's going to accept me and i'm going to be my old self it ain't going to happen ask for help and then ask if you're depressed mental health issues ask for help if you can't do something say no i can't you know stuff like that and then the next one keep healthy Maintaining a healthy weight, eating a healthy diet will give your body and mind the support they need for holistic well-being. Quick drives through meals chosen in a haste can actually do more harm than good. Opt for plenty of fruits and vegetables, whole fruits, low sodium, stay away from sugar, gluten and lactose and consume alcohol and caffeine in moderation and abstain or abstain from them together. If you feel they are affecting um your fatigue, um, you know, leave it. Um, really, food choices has made a huge difference in my life. And I cannot stress the fact that eating healthy helps with fatigue. Because how can you want a body that is broken and full of information and attacking itself? How can you expect it to fight back if you don't give it the food it needs you cannot go to war without a gun it's the same logic and i think because it's so simple we don't realize that our body really needs that because the moment that you're ill you don't eat uh you uh, or you eat all the wrong foods and that's actually the wrong thing to do what i've done in in in, in my journey that i've seen is the moment that i'm in bed and doing not doing well with having a bad day struggling with a fear whatever i know that when i eat and everybody around me know i eat fresh vegetables fresh fruit um you know even the whole time snacking on it if i don't feel like eating i i take small amounts during the day but eating fresh fruit and vegetables um while you are ill is of most important don't go and binge food 
So, in conclusion, acute feelings of fatigue can make everything seem feel worse. It's no wonder how debilitating and exhausting dealing with sleepers on a daily basis can be. Living in tune with how you are feeling, both physically and emotionally, both in good and bad days, can be the key to opening the door to discussion with a trusted healthcare practitioner about ways you can combat these feelings of overall fatigue in order to strengthen your mind, body and spirit. It's really important to take responsibility for your own care. And this is something that I've, you know, kind of... uh, placed a lot of um, focus on because if you are involved with your care you feel in control which lupus usually does it makes you feel out of control if you make decisions if you eat right if you have a food diary if you have a journey journal if you'd walk um, if you talk to your doctor about mental health if you see a psychiatrist psychologist or a counselor just to give you ideas do as much as you can for your care and know that I'm telling you lupus like my best friend Uno van Rijn always says is not a textbook disease it's not the symptoms in a textbook and that's what it is it's different for everybody and that is why it's not as simple as taking a tablet lupus has never been that it will never be that you have to take responsibility for your care in order for you to start living beyond lupus if you i've never seen a lupus patient um you know living beyond lupus without doing that okay so that is uh, the last part of our pod- podcast now dr lurlind i know is one of the world-renowned um uh rheumatologists he's a french doctor and he does a lot of studies on lupus and um, he's really really into um you know the new way of diagnosing lupus um new way of treating lupus doing studies and finding out what's the best for the patient so in may he shared a lupus expert assessment of fatigue a leaf assessment now this leaf assessment is built to track it's a, a, a electronic assist, uh, um, assistant that is actually going to ask you a few questions and um, then basically will in the end of the day tell you okay your fatigue is um, emotional depression whatever your fatigue is because your lupus isn't flare and then tell you okay well that is what you're going to do and the thing is i've did this myself i see this thing actually and it was spot on so yeah um definitely um do that uh, fatigue analysis the leaf assessment um and then see what it throws out for you it's very important that you start figuring out your own journey and to start figuring out what's um causing your problems and what you need to do to change your situation Okay, and that concludes the podcast for today. Thank you for listening. Please write us a review on the wherever you are listening to the podcast. You know, reviews are like gold for us because we know where we, um, what we need to do, what people like, what they like, and to improve this podcast services. And then also, please like, share, and subscribe to our channels and our Facebook. It's Susie Eagles Flight, Lupus South Africa, Andrea's Gift, 
and just give lupus kids please people um we are there to support you please like and share and follow us and yeah talk to you next time bye bye